Welcome to Interviewing the Experts, and today we're talking about a fin another financial book that is extremely important for you to know. It is not necessarily an action book like a lot of the previous ones, but this one is one that is super important for you to be aware of. And it is How Do I Tax Thee? A Field Guide to the Great American Ripoff by Christian Tate. And just to clarify, this isn't a book about the morality of taxes. It isn't a book about where taxes should go from on each political side of the aisle. So anybody can enjoy this book. And anybody, well, anybody can benefit from it. This book will piss you off. This book is easy to read, but the information in it will tick you off and you won't be too fond. I got really mad when I read this book. But essentially, what this book is about, mostly, is about how the U.S. government taxes the citizens of the U.S. outside of the income tax. And a lot of, if you're not in the United States, a lot of other governments do the exact same things. So think of it more as examples of what your government might be doing, whereas instead of actual examples of what the government is doing. So with that, the first thing I want to talk about is most of your money goes to the government. The interesting thing about the tax arguments all the time is that we only seem to want to... So the first thing I want to talk about is that most of your money goes to the government. We talk about income tax mostly when we complain about the government taking all of our money. But unfortunately, the income tax is actually the minor percentage of what the government takes from you. The government siphons almost all of the money from the economy. And again, I'm not going to talk about the morality of it, but if I work all day and I only get to keep 10% of my production, that takes me off. And so that's why I think this book is so important because I'm not exaggerating. Odds are you're probably, probably 90% of the production that you produce, which is money, goes to the government. And we'll talk about where that money goes in a little bit as well. So that's the biggest thing about this book is a lot more than just your income tax is going to the government because there's this thing that she likes to refer to as hidden taxes. And it's all a bunch of ways that the government takes your money without you realizing. And, she, and she'll break down example after example. So she'll talk about every aspect of your life and where the government takes money from it. And that's what most of the book is about, is breaking down the exact ways that the U.S. government is stealing from its citizens, or taking from its citizens. I have a strong opinion on taxes. I'm trying to be neutral about it in this, but I have a pretty strong opinion about taxes. So the next thing I want to talk about is, oh, I guess I already talked about it a little bit, but that your income tax is the lesser portion. These hidden taxes, these hidden fees, make up the majority of your tax burden, which means you need which means, which is important to note, because if a majority of your money is going to some place and you don't even know about it, that's bad money management. And that's why it's so important to read this book. I think everybody should read this book and break down, because she breaks down where all of this money goes or where all of your money disappears from and why life is so expensive now. So the next thing to talk about is the hidden taxes itself. So for example, one example of hidden taxes is there's a tax on your gas. On average, it ranges between 20 cents to 50 cents of that of every gallon of gas that you buy is taxes. There's taxes on your phone bill, 
majority of your phone bill isn't your phone bill. It's taxes and fees that you have to pay because companies don't pay taxes. That's I don't remember if she goes too in-depth on this, but actually I think she does. Companies don't pay taxes, which is why I've always, I personally have found it always interesting that people want to raise taxes on companies. Companies don't pay taxes. Companies are charged taxes and they bill the taxes to you, the consumer. So the property tax for a big factory is factored into the cost of the product that that factory produces. The taxes that phone companies have to pay are in your phone bill and you don't get to choose whether or not you want to pay them. That's part of the contract for your phone. So that's one example of hidden taxes. Company taxes, or I guess that's a couple of Another example of hidden taxes is, or hidden fees, is paying, is your sales tax, there's markup taxes for all of that. And she'll just go, that's what most of this book is about, is her breaking down each individual sales tax, or each individual hidden tax, and its popularity among different states and across the country and break it all down and go really into depth. I only wanted to cover a little bit because I don't want to go super in depth and make this super long. The next one I want to talk about is um, regress is the regressive tax system. So again, not to be political, we can debate about the morality of a progressive tax system, which is the more money you make, um, the more you should be taxed, whether or not that's good or bad. However, I think we all can agree that it is not okay for the poorer you to be, the more you have to pay in taxes. And that's what regressive tax is. And the problem with most hidden taxes is they basically are all regressive taxes. So that 50 cents per gallon of gas, the millionaire, that 50 cents isn't going to, is going to be a teeny tiny percent of what he makes. The minimum wage also pays that exact same 50 cents, but it's going to be hurt them significantly. And that's what I mean by regressive taxes. If it's a flat, if it's a flat tax that everybody has to pay no matter what their circumstance is, and they don't even know about it, where it hurts the where it hurts you more the poorer you are, I think we can all agree that's probably not a good idea. And that's what most of these hidden taxes are and why, one of the reasons why this book will tick you off. The next thing I want to talk about is I don't want to say whether taxes are good or not because political reasons, but I think we can all agree that paying, spending most of your day just to have your money go to the government isn't fair. It's not, you spend all of your day just to make a tenth of what you should have made, then are you really working for yourself or are you a slave to the government? The next thing is these hidden taxes don't go where you think they should go. So, for example, there's in most states, there is a 911 fee. Um, and from the name of it, you'd think, and it's typically in your phone bills. From the name of it, you'd think, oh, okay, I can see why that would be important for there to be a fee to provide money for the 911. However, that's not where the money goes. Another example is state parks. You pay to go to the state park and you would assume that that money would go to the state park, not where it goes. The only one that she listed that is pretty much universal across the states that actually goes to where you think it goes is the hunting licenses because those were are earmarked so that they can only go to wildlife preservation. But now to the next point, where does the money go? 
Well, it typically goes to one place, the general fund, which is a fancy, politically correct way of saying slush fund. And that's generally how it is used as well. It is basically a fund that the politicians and bureaucrats can do whatever they want with. And just by simple human nature, if you have a big pile of money that you can do whatever you want with, generally, that's going to go in your pocket. And that's what happens. That's the reason why most government officials and most government employees are paid well above the market the free market equivalent, and why most politicians, even though they don't do anything but politics, end up retiring millionaires. Because they just, yeah, I think I'm going to vote to give myself a raise. Sound good? Yeah, sounds good. And that's generally what happens. And almost all of these hidden fees go to that general fund. And it's just a slush fund for them to do whatever they want with. A lot of times, a lot of it goes to important things, but people are people. And so much of it does not go where you think it would go. The next thing to talk about is, that's just the legal side. This is all legal. Them voting to give themselves a raise is legal. Them using the money from the general fund is legal. And because, but the next thing I want to talk about is because it's so cloak and dagger to basically cover their butts, it is so easy for illegal activities to take place as well. There was an example she gave where some sort of official opened up a account that had a official sounding name and then would transfer from the general slush fund to that account and then that account would transfer money to her. And the only reason why she was caught is because she went on vacation and the temporary substitute discovered it and reported it. But she'd been doing it for years and embezzled millions upon millions of dollars. So it's a mess. The next thing to talk about is they're not only taking in all of this money, but there is no accountability for spending and inefficiencies. They will wait. They waste so much money. If a in the free market, if somebody, if a company wastes a bunch of money, they go out of business, and the company who's more efficient takes the market. If a government wastes money, they get a bigger budget next year. And so, because just of the nature of government, it's purposely inefficient. And because we don't hold them accountable for spending, we are now in a massive deficit. It's basically like your teenager running up your credit card to over the limit. We're past the limit. And there hasn't been any anger towards it because it's not popular to cut spending. Spending generally is things that we like. We like the stuff that government spends on us. All, pretty much the whole idea of government taking a bunch of money is to spend for the community. Not necessarily how it goes, and not necessarily in the amounts that we would like, but that's the idea. So we're, our government is currently like a teen, and actually every government is currently like a teenager with a credit card. There's no fiscal responsibilities, and because we've talked about money management, you know how important it is not to go into massive debt. But our government's are running wild with it which goes to the next thing which is printing money the reason why governments can get away with this and individuals can't is because they can just print more money the problem with printing money is it causes inflation and inflation itself is another massive hidden tax because how inflation works is another massive hidden regressive tax because how inflation works is it decreases the value of your dollar 
So like today you can buy, I'm not not actual numbers. Today you can buy a gallon of milk for one dollar. Five years from now, that gallon of milk might cost two dollars. So your money just got cut in half. And the reason why it's a regressive tax is because the wealthy they own assets, which is a good idea. And a lot of times it means they have mortgages and stuff like that for their rental properties, as an example, that is being paid off by the renter, but they still owe that amount. Well, when inflation happens and suddenly the dollar is halved in value, that number doesn't change. So now they can charge twice as much as what they were doing for rent because the dollar's half. So, but the amount they owed is stagnant. So they're able to take that extra money and pay off their debts. So that's why it's a regressive tax. But it's a, the reason why it's a hidden tax is because how the whole thing works is the government spends money without regard to the budget and then they print money to make up for that spending and because they print money your money gets cut in value and so you essentially lose the value of your produce which is money to the government because they don't know how to keep their spending in check so that's another major hidden tax that is not good and honestly there's something that we should do about it but problem with especially politics in America is we can't agree on what we should do. However, she'll go into she goes into depth in this in the last chapters. There is some things that we can agree on how things should be done. Like for instance, more clarity so that way people embezzling can't do it as easy. Simplifying it, making sure that the money that is collected in taxes goes to where they're supposed to go and not into politicians' pockets. That's something we can all agree on for the most part. And that's the only section where she really talks about what to do with this information. This book is more of an awareness book and it's something you really should read. I'm going to end that there for today and I will see you all next week.